0: Welcome to Swift Unwrapped, a weekly podcast about the Swift programming language and other Swift.org projects. My name is JP Smart. And I'm Jesse Squires. Today we want to talk about literal initialization via coercion, which is uh, Proposal 213, uh, proposed by Pavel Yeskovich. And uh, this was recently accepted, and so um, you'll uh, you'll be seeing this coming to a Swift compiler near you.
1: Yes, uh, although it doesn't say which uh, version of Swift this will land in, but perhaps 4.2, maybe not till 5. Uh, it's unclear. Uh, But the gist of this is to allow you to construct uh, any type T using the appropriate literal protocol if possible. So you'd have uh, T open paren, whatever that literal value is, close paren. Uh, Today that's actually, uh, I guess, not possible. You could do, let's say if you have a type that is... um, that conforms to uh, the string literal. What's that protocol? Expressible by string literal. Um, You could assign a string to a variable you'd have to do as T to make it not a string, to make it your specific type that conforms to expressible by string literal.
0: Right, or you can use um, some type annotation. So you do let a colon... T for your type, equals the string literal. And then that would also perform... uh, That would go through the expressible by string literal uh, machinery. Yeah.
1: Uh, I guess probably the common place you see this is with uh, set, which I think is expressible by array literal. Um, And so you'd have to explicitly specify that this thing is a set, not an array, which you could do with either the as cast or the type annotation.
0: Yeah. And if you look at, uh, if you've ever implemented one of these yourself, uh, expressible by string literal, expressible by array literal, and there's several others, uh, you'll notice that um, the initializers for these protocols take in um, these types that you rarely see, such as um, uh, dictionary literal. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. So there's also expressible by dictionary literal. So dictionary literal is not. So that's all one word. That's a type. It's not the same thing as what we call a dictionary literal. I'm doing air quotes here. Yeah. In Swift, where it's the you know semantic sugar of um, square bracket colon square bracket. Mm-hmm. It's actually a different type. Mm-hmm. Um, And you can't create these directly, or you can, but you wouldn't in most cases. And so all that to say that the initializers, these initializers that these protocols uh, require, um, you can't usually pass in the literal directly for this.
1: Right. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, so you could, I think, explicitly spell out init init open paren, string literal, colon, pass it a string for expressible by string literal. And I think that may work, although it's a bit odd.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying wouldn't work. Okay. As in, like, you can only call those, only the compiler can pass values to those, if if I'm uh, not mistaken, I which I might be. Uh, so one thing that uh, this proposal is very careful um, to consider is that some of these protocols have multiple potential initializers. So I know, or or maybe this only used to be the case. Um, But uh, for example, expressible by String Literal has um, an initializer that takes in a String Literal, um or this string literal type which is an associated value of this expressible by built-in string literal like it's a it's an internal type to the Swift standard library but it also has uh ex- initialization by extended graphing cluster literal and sometimes you can provide different implementations for these different initializers and it's um it's very careful to note that you know this might break source compatibility If you've built these types before and you've handled these initializers in different ways. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. So then this new functionality, so to the caller, you'd be able to construct a type with a literal value with what seems like uh, a normal initializer with no um, parameter label. So just be open paren whatever that literal value is, a string or one of the numeric types, perhaps, or even a literal array, and then your close paren.
0: Yeah, and I so I just looked up um, in a in a playground mm-hmm. uh, whether or not you can pass in. String literals directly to the string literal initializer, and you can. Okay. So I don't know if I was just misremembering, or this is something that changed uh, across Swift versions.
1: Yeah. So I think yeah, you can do that, and that means uh, yeah. So I've uh, I've seen warnings, and uh, they were actually Swint or Swift or SwiftLint warnings about not calling the uh you know X literal initializers directly uh, you should just, um, use coercion, use coercion. Yeah.
0: Or, or the type annotation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it seems like, um, so I
1: guess my team has that SwiftLint rule enabled. I don't know if it's on by default, but
0: I'm not sure. Yeah. I was trying to find it just now and I found other literal rules. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, it was probably, probably not for string. Uh, I think I saw this recently with, uh, Numeric types, maybe like integer literal or something. Uh,
0: yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a proposal that would um, kind of unify a little bit uh the initialization um logic or behavior, um using literals, and unify that with the coercion slash type annotation um code path.
1: Yeah, I think it feels much nicer to just be able to initialize with one of these literal values and as opposed to having to add a type annotation which is kind of cumbersome and clunky and I think uh, the community has kind of agreed that's like not the Swifty thing to do, you know, like avoiding type annotations uh, is preferred. And so then when you have to do this as my type for these, it's just, you know, that's even more awkward.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially because the as keyword is a little bit overloaded and yeah, in like this case. carries different concepts yeah. depending on um, where it's used and whether or not there's a question mark attached to it. Yeah. So it can... Or know, a bang. Or bang, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it can mean um, a dynamic cast. Yeah. It can mean um, type coercion in this case. Right, yeah. so... Uh, you really have to know kind of how the language is built and implementation details to know if this is a runtime thing or a compile-time thing. Right. Um, so where, whereas type annotations are almost always, if not always, uh, just compile-time. Right.
1: <clears throat> I think right. just
0: compile-time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this this should...
1: Um, Unless your type is... Uh, Protocol.
0: Right. Okay. Well, now we're talking like um, dynamic dispatch of of protocols, but that's not dynamic dispatch. That's not dynamic casting or typing. True. Yeah. Right. That's basically like looking up in the uh, witness table which implementation to call. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily what type it is, which is there's a lot of overlap there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, I think we'll leave it at that for this episode. Uh, You can find the show on Twitter at Swift underscore Unwrapped, and you can find me at Jesse underscore Squires.
0: I'm at SimJP, and as always, thanks for listening.